Now, in the United States of America, in the year of our Lord, 1861, some ambitious men of the southern states, for their own reasons, good or bad, resolved to break up the union of states which had prospered beyond precedent, which by political means they had governed, but on which they were about to lose their hold. By using the pretext of slavery, which existed at the South, they aroused their people to a very frenzy, seceded, or their states seceded, from the Union, and established a Southern Confederacy, the capital of which was first at Montgomery, Alabama, afterwards at Richmond, Virginia, with Jefferson Davis as their president. By a conspiracy as clearly established as any fact in history, they seized all the property of the United States within the seceded states, except a few feebly garrisoned forts along the seaboard, and proclaimed themselves a new nation, with slavery the cornerstone. Old England, the first modern nation to abolish slavery and to enforce the noble resolve that no man could put his foot on English soil without Eo Instante becoming a free man, looked on with complacency and encouraged this enormous crime of rebellion. The people of the northern free states, accustomed to the usual criminations of our system of elections, supposed this to be a mere incident of the presidential election of the previous November, went along in their daily vocations in the full belief that this episode would pass away as others had done, and treated the idea of civil war in this land of freedom as a pure absurdity. In due time, March 4, 1861, the new president, Abraham Lincoln, was installed as the president of the United States. He found the seven cotton states in a condition which they called out of the Union, claiming absolute independence and seeking to take into their confederacy every state which tolerated slavery. In the end, they succeeded, except with Delaware, Maryland, Kentucky, and Missouri, so that in the spring of 1861, April 12th, when the Southern Confederacy began actual war by bombarding Fort Sumter in Charleston Harbor, it awakened a response which even they could not misunderstand. The people of the United States loved their government and their history. They realized perfectly the advantages they possessed over the inhabitants of other lands, but had no army or navy adequate to meet so grave a crisis. The boom of the cannon in Charleston Harbor was carried by electricity to every city, town, and village of the land, and the citizens realized, for the first time, that civil war was upon them. They were told to form themselves into companies and regiments, and to go with all expedition to Washington, the national capital, to defend the civil authorities and the archives of government. This done, the cry went up, On to Richmond! And the Battle of Bull Run resulted. The South was better prepared than the North, and victory went to the former according to the established rules of war. Had Johnston or Beauregard pushed their success and occupied Washington, it would not have changed the final result, because twenty millions of free men would never have submitted tamely to the domination of the slaveholder faction. Johnston himself records that his army was as much confused and disordered as ours, both being green and badly organized and disciplined. Then began the real preparation. Soti quotes from Napoleon. When a nation is without establishments and a military system, it is difficult to organize an army. We found this perfectly true. Yet the people of the United States, on the call of their president, organized voluntarily three hundred regiments of a thousand men each, which were distributed to the places of immediate danger. 
Sodi says further, although wars of opinion, national wars, and civil wars are sometimes confounded, they differ enough to require separate notice. In a military sense, these wars are fearful, since the invading force not only is met by the armies of the enemy, but is exposed to the attacks of an exasperated people. The very nature of the case required the North to invade the South, to recover possessions of the forts, arsenals, dockyards, mints, post routes, and public property which had been wrongfully appropriated by the public enemy. We had not only to meet and conquer the armies and the exasperated people of the South, but the obstacles of nature, woods, marshes, rivers, mountains, and the climate of a region nearly as large as all Europe.